Hello, a warm Waconian welcome to the M Podcast, the exclusive audio magazine for Cheadle King School parents. James here, your Ebb Podcast host, ready and raring to go for another entertaining episode exploring the world of CHS. As always, we'll be sharing everything that has been keeping students, staff and old Waconians busy as we delve into the CHS community. And this is exactly what the April episode is all about as we explore one CHS and find out what has been keeping everyone busy at home during this period of enforced remote learning. Personally, I've found the experience of CHS at home to be, well, certainly uh, in some aspects frustrating. I mean, obviously, it's always a pain when, uh, you know, your Wi-Fi doesn't work because everyone in your area is using it because everyone has to do a job and has to get stuff done. Um, But at the same time, I found it really nice and and a different way to learn. Me, personally... um, I, I found the atmosphere and environment to actually be uh, very, very helpful and and great because even though you're stuck at home, there is still a teacher on hand at the other end should you have any questions. And it's actually a lot easier to put your thoughts down because you're not you're not asking it vocally in the spur of the moment. You're able to type out an email or a comment on a Google Classroom and really get all your thoughts down condensely to, to get your question across. So I, I find it challenging but it's definitely different it's definitely different but it's quite nice to still be in in the home environment and learning and and growing as a person I really love that anyway enough of me rambling in our last episode as usual many features were recorded on location in the school but this time of course there is definitely a change this time we've brought the enforced period of remote learning just a little bit closer to home, quite literally, as we virtually pop into the homes of some CHS families from across the school to find out about their own personal lockdown experience. Inspired by so many photos and videos which we've been sent in and keeping CHS's social media channels alive with activity, and please do keep those photos and videos coming, the families send an audio postcard from our home. I've also been doing my Google Meet calls with my trumpet teacher, which I'm really enjoying. And what time are they in the morning? 7.40. On a Tuesday morning. How are you finding that, Mike? been a bit challenging because I have an 8 o'clock conference call, so <laughs> I think most of my colleagues have heard Abby play the trumpet at least once or twice over the last few weeks. It's not just CHS's families who have been having to adapt to the recent lockdown situation. In this episode, we asked the teachers if there's a difference between learning in the classroom and remote learning at home, and they give us an insight into what it looks like for them as they ensure students' education and well-being needs are met alongside the needs of their own families. Join us as we take a peek into the CHS Teachers Lockdown Diaries. It was at that point that I realised, perhaps a little too excitedly, that I've become my own Venn diagram. Teacher and mum have officially overlapped. Our work-life balance just got harder. I think most teachers now have a pretty impressive tech setup with laptops showing Google Meet lessons and their iPad constantly feeding them emails and maybe even a computer with their Google Slides and documents for the lesson on it. My Key Stage 4 and Key Stage 5 classes have continued to produce work of a superb standard and I have to constantly remind myself that they are working more independently now than they have ever had to do so before. 
I haven't lowered my expectations and I've genuinely been impressed by their business as usual attitude to their studies. Now, let me tell you, one of the big challenges of remote learning, aside from, of course, getting through the curriculum that we have left in the coming term and learning everything we need to know, was actually how to make sure everyone as a community could remain together. The strength of CHS's community is certainly a vital aspect of our school. So to lose that sense of cohesion, it would be it would be a terrible thing, to be honest. Fortunately, to help us maintain a daily routine and stay connected with our friends and teachers, there's been plenty of form time fun to be had. And a few staff and students from year 11 and year 9 will have to share some of their registration time with us. This week we've done the 11M Form Awards, which obviously which, which are kind of a slightly light-hearted look awards at some of the generally the funny and silly things that have happened over the last five years. Because you know, for most people, at some stage in five years, they'll they'll something silly's happened, and it's just trying to make light of it and just trying to remember all these positive memories. Uh, whilst also just reminding them that actually this isn't going to go on forever. And for these guys, I think there is an element, a little bit of sadness that you know that, that, that they've not kind of had their kind of last day, so to speak. And so actually it's just reminding them that hopefully when all this lockdown finishes, um, we can, we can, we can go back. We also hear from a few students who speak to us directly from their Waconian workspaces to reveal what they've most enjoyed and found challenging about their remote study at home. What it's been like in school for those with key worker parents and how they've all adopted new routines to adapt to the challenge of learning away from the classroom environment. I've actually enjoyed remote learning. This was a surprise as I was really not looking forward to it, mainly because I thought I was really going to miss feeling part of CHS and socialising. Not just with my friends, but with the teachers and other people. I will take some great memories out of our time in lockdown. My family's table tennis competition, toasting marshmallows around our fire pit in our garden, helping my little brother make a volcano, and making a den with him to watch movies in. For many, thankfully, lockdown has actually inspired lots of creativity, and it's been amazing to see different ways the whole CHS community have actually been keeping themselves occupied at home. In this episode, Old Waconian Fred Corns, class of 57, shares his poem about the current situation and offers thanks to the volunteers who have cared for those in his Devonshire village during these difficult times. And as we step beyond our doors, if we stop a while and pause to look outside, take in the view, I know I'm lucky. Don't you too? And yes, we'll also be hearing some more about, of course, the altruistic side of CHS and how members from the school community are supporting those that are now in need. Jonathan Billings from Stockport's homelessness charity, The Wellspring, tells us how you can help them by taking part in the One CHS Challenge. And we also pop over to the Design and Technology Building where Mrs Buxton and Mr Tullock have been busy making face shields for healthcare workers working on the front line of this crisis. The generosity of the donations made to the fundraising page has meant that we've been able to continue making visors. It's been great to be able to use our uh, our time in lockdown usefully. I think my favourite thing has been it being able to help people making a difference to individuals who are trying to cope with the crisis. The experience of handing over some face shields to my local chemist or um, a care home worker and their, their, their gratitude has been quite humbling and uh, amazing that we can just make a difference.
Right now, though, oh yes, let's welcome this episode's special guest, the Talons, the Kennedys, and the Fernandezes. A few CHS families who have kindly invited the Ed podcast into their homes to share how they've been adapted to the challenges of lockdown. Each family has sent the CHS community an audio postcard from their kitchen tables, gardens and living rooms to share what has been keeping them busy, their experience of remote learning and, let's be honest, just what it's like to spend so much time with our loved ones. Has it all been plain sailing or have any of those... uh, Sibling rivalries come to a head. Let me tell you, I know a lot about that. Let's put the kettle on, right? Settle down onto the sofa and just hear what they got to say. Good morning, world, and welcome back to PE with Joe, a workout every day, Monday to Friday, where we get fit, we get energised, we lift our mood, we feel fantastic, and even if you feel tired at the start, by the end of it, your energy starts going like that, and by the end of it, you're just like, woo, yeah, man. Hi all, we're the Fernandez family and we're going to let you know how we've been getting on in lockdown. I'm a year eight and I would prefer to be at school but I think that remote learning is working for me. I like how the school day is structured. It helps me work in the selected times I have for each lesson. I still work as hard as I can because you can't expect to succeed if you only put in work on the days you feel like it. As my dad says to me every hour of the day, You get out what you put in. It's frustrating. (laughs) My favourite things about remote learning are the live tutorial sessions that we have with the teachers as it's a good experience to get to know how to use social networking apps. And it's also very fun to be able to see our teachers in these troubling times. Two of the challenges that I've had to overcome when social distancing are not seeing my friends, though I've had weekly Zoom meetings with them, I am also missing fixtures, though we are having a step-counting virtual fixture against Stockport Grammar. Come on, CHS! As a family, we're normally pretty active, so being isolated was tough to start with. So the four of us tried Joe Wicks PE during the Easter holidays. However, as term started, it clashed with the school timetable, so we had to try and schedule it for 8am. Fortunately, that's a bit of a challenge, kicking a teenager at a bed in time. Didn't always end well. It isn't always perfect, but we're trying to get a good start to the day. After the school day, I participate in the virtual extracurricular activities. These help me stay sporty and active. My dad takes me on runs and me and my mum do extra workouts. We both have piano lessons at school usually, which are now done remotely. The music department has worked hard to make this possible and it's great to be able to continue our lessons with Mrs Holsmith. I hope we get to see her before the end of term. I've enjoyed having us all sitting down to meals together. This didn't happen that often, maybe two or three times a week previously. Although that comes with a downside, so much cooking, particularly trying to keep up with the standard of CHS lunches. It's been great to work out together too. It's definitely helped compensate for all the baking that's being done in the house. However, I'm still missing working out with my friends at Netball Pilates and Boot Camp. Can't wait to see them all again. Some of the things that I've enjoyed doing in my free time when I'm not working are making sourdough. I'm in the middle of making the starter. Cooking for everyone, my mum, dad and brother. Harassing everyone, as usual. And reading. Lots of reading. I play sport outside to be as active as possible. I sometimes do circuits. I've taken it upon myself to cook and bake more, however not so much the washing up. I particularly enjoy the Spanish churros I made. I have been kept well entertained with the new streaming service Disney+. Plus. I especially enjoy the Mandalorian series. It was action-packed. After the school day and at weekends, there's been plenty of hockey and cricket drills in the garden too. Lots of balls have been lost over hedges into neighbours' gardens. 
And somehow my greenhouse has survived despite multiple direct hits. If lockdown does continue much longer though, I don't fancy these chances of remaining in one piece. Some of my highlights are Lucas smacking the first sourdough attempt. We have had some lovely meals. My mum tries and succeeds to make amazing dishes. She made an amazing meatball sub last week. My brother made a three-course American with southern fried chicken, burgers and chocolate cake. We often play board games picked out of a bowl, which sometimes stirs up family rivalry. Our top tips for surviving lockdown. Exercise daily. Outside, no matter what the weather. Don't panic by. Don't panic at all. Eat healthily. Stay in touch with friends and family. Lots of variety, including new things. I would say just have fun. As corny as it sounds, I think we have enjoyed spending a lot of time together as a family. I can't lie, it hasn't been perfect all the time. Some occasional strops, and that's just the parents. It's been great though, but we're still looking forward to the end of lockdown. Stay safe. Don't panic. This thing will blow over soon. And fingers crossed, everything will be back to normal. Hopefully. Thank Thank you for for listening. Hello from Miss Helen's house in Manchester. As a family, we've given some thought to uh, the changes that lockdown has brought uh, to our daily lives. We've been in lockdown for six weeks now, and and I realised it's been a time for many new things. Um, As a family, it's been a time to adapt, it's been a time to learn, to try new things, and even a time to plan ahead. We very quickly went from a busy house of five, uh, where both of us work, the children play five different sports, they have a busy social life. Um, It all sounds very familiar. We drive around like a taxi service, dropping them off at various sporting events, um, working out what time dinner would fit in with all their plans Um, and very suddenly um, that all came to a sudden end Uh, but anyway we've managed we both are in education and very quickly had to sort of get up to speed with how to teach students online Microsoft and Zoom have offered us all sorts of uh, opportunities that we've had to very quickly master Um, the children have had to adapt to a new routine of online schooling um, which has expected them to self-manage their own time be organised. That seems to have gone well, mainly thanks to the fantastic resources that Cheadle have put together um, to keep our children busy. Many new things have entertained them. Mr Norton put out a cryptic clue to guess the name of his very adorable new puppy. Mr Brackenbury entertains his form with singing at form time. Certainly the thought and effort that the staff have put in has very much been appreciated. We've also acquired three new rabbits which seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, However now that vets are closed um, I suspect we'll have more than three rabbits by the end of lockdown. Lockdown has also been a time to learn um, which has been quite fun. We have um, 85 year old grandparents very pleased that they can now use WhatsApp and keep in touch with all their friends in the village. As a family we've tried new recipes, perhaps that's having time has allowed us to explore new things. Some things have never changed. I still find myself um, shouting please sign in online, I don't want another email. Very similar to please get in the car, we're going to be late for school. 
Um, other things also haven't changed. Um, my youngest daughter said, Mum, can I have eggs for food tech, please? Can you go and get me some eggs? And I said, yes, yes, when do you need them by? Can I have them in 20 minutes? So off I went to Tesco's to buy eggs. Um, not that the school requested it. It was her recipe of choice. We've also tried all sorts of new things that perhaps we might have tried in the summer holidays. So uh, we've experimented with hair dye, ear piercing. Um, we as parents have tried TikTok, but we're very limited success. Um, we've also looked in the loft and found a unicycle that had, had been there for many years and, and that seems to be a new project. Um, the garden has never looked so tidy. We've even heard a woodpecker and we've never heard that um, in our neighbourhood before. It's also been a time to plan. Um, we are realistic that perhaps we won't be going on holiday this summer uh, so um, the children have many plans for parties and endless fun when this lockdown ends. They have missed their friends very much although they have adapted uh, better than perhaps we have to working and staying at home. Uh, they're very much used to technology and um, being online with friends. Lockdown has also been a time to reflect. We recently lost an aunt to cancer and, and very quickly were struck by um, the fact that we would not be able to attend um, the funeral or even be there for family, uh, for comfort uh, and friendship. And that was a difficult time for us as a family. We've been able to check on neighbours and check that they haven't needed shopping and drop flowers off to people who we know live alone. So it has been a time to enjoy our family and friends as well. The first time we clapped for the NHS on a Thursday, we were quite surprised to hear that we could hear sounds from all around the streets near us um, and that was a, a sort of a, a mixed feeling both that yes we are as a community trying to support the NHS but also very aware of the very difficult job some staff are doing and the situations they are in you know there are many of us that have got friends and family that work in jobs that are um, you know very much at the front line of supporting the pandemic when people ask how are you managing I, I think we're doing okay how it's happened, I'm not sure. I think we've just evolved as a family. Um, our timetable has just evolved to meet the needs of everybody in the household. We are very much looking forward to going back. The girls would like to go back to school and I'm very much looking forward to going back to work. Hi, welcome to the Kennedy family. We live in Disley. My name is Jane. And I'm Mike. I'm Abby and I'm in year seven. I'm Arthur and I'm in year nine. And we'd like to share our thoughts on lockdown. As a mum, I'm finding it quite challenging for many reasons. Hardest bit is trying to keep the kids quiet whilst Mike is Skyping and on the phone, as well as cooking and feeding constantly. My weekly shop's like Christmas Day. Everybody gets so excited. But a day later, it's like termites have been through the fridge. Yeah, it's really hard trying to keep the noise down for the... I'm working and the kids are working, but so far we're managing all right. Okay, Abby, how are you finding homeschooling? Quite difficult to not be with my friends, but I'm also enjoying the classes where I get to do Google Meets and see my friends. And you, Arthur, what do you think? I enjoy the long alliances, so I'm usually on my way to school at seven in the morning, but I'm not even out of bed at that time. 
I can assure you, he's out of his PJs and had his breakfast before the day starts, though. I'm finding it easy to access all the work that's been uploaded and it's easy to hand work in. I'm finding it easy because all the class works in one place and you don't have to go onto different apps to find it. I'm enjoying the variety of registrations that Miss Purchase is setting, especially the class scavenger hunt over Google Meet. That was a great laugh. What about you, Arthur? Missed any registrations? I've missed one registration, but I was on a Google Meet with Mr Bell, so it doesn't really matter. I'm enjoying the extra challenges school set us. I'm not sure about my waistline, though, as I seem to be doing a lot more cooking. I've tried to join Abby in sprint games session and had a go at singing somewhere over the rainbow, but I've been told rather rudely not to record my efforts. Well, it's been really nice, actually, to be able to have lunch together um, most days. Um, also, after school... When Abby's finished and I've finished my work, we've been able to go for a walk most nights. The weather's been really good and that's made it a lot more pleasurable. Abby, how are you enjoying extracurricular and out-of-school things? I'm also really enjoying the walks with my dad, but I've been taking part in online choir singing somewhere over the rainbow, which has been really nice. I've also been doing my Google Meet calls with my trumpet teacher, which I'm really enjoying. And what time are they in the morning? 7.40 on a Tuesday morning. How are you finding that, Mike? been a bit challenging because I have an 8 o'clock conference call, so <laughs> I think most of my colleagues have heard Abby play the trumpet at least once or twice over the last few weeks. But she's doing really well. Arthur, how are you finding co-curricular activities? I've been finding it different as I've not got all the facilities that I usually have. However, my athletics coach has set me a schedule and I've been able to do Mr Bailey's rugby drills and pass the ball around with my sister and dad. And I've also been spending time in the gym and running around the golf course. I've mentioned earlier that we've done a lot of cooking over the past few weeks. I've made fresh pasta, biscotti and panna cottas. I've made chocolate chip and oat cookies, mini cupcakes and I've also made curry. And what's your role been, Mike? Well, apart from eating it all... I've also done most of the washing up. Yeah, right. Lockdown is quite hard sometimes though, isn't it? What do you think, Arthur? What's been the hardest bit for you? I found it hard not seeing my friends. I've missed family birthdays and I miss seeing my family in person. Yeah, I think I'd agree with all of that, but it's also just not being able to get out and do things and missing the football as well. There are some good things about being in lockdown. Personally, I've enjoyed going for a walk when usually I'm driving to work every morning. I've enjoyed staying in touch with my friends through FaceTime and messaging them. I've enjoyed playing family board games, especially with Abby most of the time, and I've also really enjoyed getting out in the garden as well as our walks. What about you, Abs? I've enjoyed that we've got such great technology that I can manage to call my grandparents and family and do online quizzes. I hope you've enjoyed our family insight. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It does certainly sound like everyone has been keeping themselves busy. It's a difficult time, but it shows you how much can be achieved when we do make the best of trying situations. In fact, it does make me wonder how our teachers have been getting on with the changes. It's easier now, we're not all in the classroom together. Or as actually, as distance made the heart grow stronger, I'm sure they're all missing us, right? Probably. All right, okay. In all seriousness, though, let, let me let me think about this for a second. It can't be easy. I mean, surely you as parents must know, I'm, and, and teachers, if you're listening even, it, it can't be easy. Just how easy is it 
to teach us, the pupils, some of us teenagers, between Joe Wicks's morning workouts, tending to the needs of their own family, some doing double the remote learning as they support their own children, and of course that banana bread won't bake itself, or like um, Mr Newsom, as a number of people will have seen on Twitter, finding time to perform those, well, Mr Newsom's taken time to perform those essential dancing skills, let me tell you. It must be a, a tricky balancing act, but if anyone can do it, it's CHS teachers. We've asked a few of them to share a few pages from their planners and reveal just how they're getting on. Hi all, I'm John Wilson, Head of Languages. I'm scared to the garden to deliver this little message, uh, but I can't promise I won't get interrupted by one of the three other people in, in my household. It might be the three-year-old Ollie wanting to play cars or watch cars. It might be my eight-year-old Ben wanting some help with his maths. It might be my wife who's shouting down for another cup of tea from um, where she's working upstairs. But you'll all be experiencing your own unique challenges during this, during this experience, and I wish you all well. I really commend the staff, in my case, in the modern language department. Um, many of us who have had to upskill considerably in recent weeks and staff have really risen to the challenge. The Google Meet has been excellent for speaking practice in smaller groups. Uh, and we encourage students to carry on really engaging with that. Um, Google Classroom as a whole has been invaluable as well. And I'm really pleased that um, as a group of staff and a group of students at CHS, we were already really competent users of this platform. But there are loads of other resources which we're experimenting with all the time. And um, the sense of a strong CHS community has never been more apparent than now in from a staff from a staff perspective where teachers are all sharing good practice and um really yeah, really making progress and hopefully some of the stuff we are some of the skills we're developing now will also be relevant in making when we do get back to normal making making the learning experience at CHS as good as it can be I'm sure we'll be able to carry lots of ideas forward to that but I'm also really impressed with the students of course you the students have had to really adapt the way that that you're learning um, tried new methods and continue to make the most of opportunities to communicate in in the language of study whether that be French, German, Spanish um, students have also been really patient with, with teachers which has been key because as I say we're getting used to this new way of working and many students have politely offered advice on, on tech um, issues and provided really useful feedback. Thanks for that. Many students have also been um, following the advice on the blog um, for keeping languages going successfully. Um, of course, like musical instruments, languages need to be practised between lessons, otherwise we get rusty. And that's the same with the staff. We're used to an environment where we get to speak these languages that we teach and love on a daily basis, but that's it's not the case at the moment. So we're finding ways to keep to keep doing that as well. Um, I know from my own son's home homeschooling that it's tough. Temptations are metres away, aren't they? Like whether it's the fridge, another screen, the garden, and just I, I really encourage you all to keep taking this opportunity. Um, taking real ownership of your learning um, 
and, and, and really making the most of, the, of, of everything you can. I know it's not ideal. But of course, we're not on our own in this struggle. Um, and I'd like to wish everyone the best, whichever school that they're in, um, whether they're teaching in that school, whether they're learning in that school. I think the teaching profession as a whole has been a real unsung we're singing my own praises here but we've been a bit of good on some heroes um, and you know I, I commend the, the, the whole profession in this country and abroad and just whilst we're on that we do have a group of partner schools um, in Germany in Switzerland in France in Spain and in the Gambia and of course I, I, I'd like to special tribute to them, them and hope that they are doing well at the moment and doing the best they can. Of course, it's, I extend what I said before to say that this is a point where we can share ideas and that's both staff and students. Indeed, if any students in the CHS community have any thoughts on how we can make the most of these partnerships at this time, please do let me know. Take care, everyone. Hello, I'm Corrie Shalcross. My students call me Mrs Shellcross, and I'm Head of Geography at CHS. I found planning what to say to be quite therapeutic. It has given me the opportunity to reflect on the last six weeks, and has helped me to make a little more sense of our new normal in the Shellcross household, as well as my new online classroom. Originally, I thought that I would first address the challenges I faced as a teacher working from home, and then those I face as a mum, who happens to be working at home. But the more I wrote, the more I realised that they were impossible to separate. It was at that point that I realised, perhaps a little too excitedly, that I've become my own Venn diagram. Teacher and mum have officially overlapped. I can no longer leave my teacher hat in my office at school, though my teacher's voice has always come home with me apparently, because my new office is in the kitchen. It's there because my youngest is still selfishly sleeping in my old office, sorry, the nursery. The ping of emails from the computer in the corner is a constant reminder for all those working from home. There is no escaping work. Our work-life balance just got harder. Before lockdown, my eldest used to say that I must love marking because I do it all the time. I then ask her what she thinks I love now. I would hope she would say, talking to your students in the computer. I think most teachers now have a pretty impressive tech setup with laptops showing Google Meet lessons and their iPad constantly feeding them emails and maybe even a computer with their Google Slides and documents for the lesson on it. This really is teaching like we've never attempted it before. We are educators, facilitators, and that hasn't stopped. We just had to adapt and find new ways to do it. And we've had to adapt quickly. We've been forced to think outside the box, embrace technology. Google Meet, Google Quizzes, Screencastify, Google extensions added and all embraced in the last month. Google's Jamboard is on my to learn how to use list for next week. I've discovered a new love for voiceover recordings, a wonderful technique for helping our geographers develop their graphical and geographical skills. Filming myself completing a concept map for my year of 10 students enabled me to talk through my thought process in real time, just as if I was in the classroom. 
In fact, it was better than doing it live because they then had a copy of my recording to refer back to when completing their own concept map. I also got pretty nifty setting up my tripod at an angle and limboing underneath it to get to the kitchen worktop. I'm almost 100% confident that my year 10s didn't notice when one of the statements I was sorting escaped and ended up somewhat saturated in the washing up bowl. But that's our new normal right now. Finding ways to make it work, ensuring the education we provide is as brilliant as it can be. Google Meet and pre-recorded videos have become firm favourites of mine. Being apprehensive about my first Google Meet lesson was quickly replaced by excitement for seeing my students. The pre-recorded videos are perfect as I can record them when my girls are in bed. My students can refer back to them as and when they need them during the lesson and I can use them in conjunction with a quiz or questioning on the stream of their Google Classroom to assess understanding. While I won't continue to teach through the medium of Google Meet when we are allowed to return to school, I will most definitely be recording videos and voiceovers for our geographers to help them draw graphs at home or revise map work skills for an assessment. I probably won't have tried that technique had I not been put in the position that required it. The lockdown has forced me to complete tasks that have been on my to-do list for quite some time now. The new Year 11 transition to sixth form programme and the Upper Sixth Beyond CHS programme contain all of the content I wish that we were allowed to teach. It's refreshing and exciting to go off piste, to be gifted time to spend with students who have a love for our subject, covering content, not on specification or syllabus, but really should be. I would be lying if I said that this new normal has been easy. It has come with its own challenges. Having to carefully plan the content of my lessons around my own girls' schedule has added another layer to my planning. I don't attempt to homeschool my reception-age daughter when my husband, who's also a key worker, is out at work during the week. I've discovered a new love for YouTube and its channels for children. Cosmic Kids Yoga is a firm favourite in this house. I highly recommend it. And the discovery of EduTuber, who even knew that was a thing, Maddie Moat, has been a revelation and I feel a little less guilty settling Thea down in front of the TV, watching one of her programmes, hoping for 45 minutes of quiet so I can deliver my carefully planned lesson without interruption. It doesn't always go to plan, mind you. Although I'm not sure it really is possible to plan for a four-year-old to wail if she accidentally bites her finger while eating her lunch in the middle of your year 10's Google Meet lesson, in turn setting off her little sister crying. But my class was understanding and waited patiently whilst everyone, myself included, calmed down. Or an impromptu guest appearance by my toddler during one of my upper sixth lessons with much waving at the webcam. And that's just my upper sixth. Or for my four-year-old who, upon deciding to attend my lower sixth lesson, heard us discussing exogenous and ephemeral rivers in arid and semi-arid environments and decided that was the time to impart her geographical knowledge about the River Thames. Whilst my classes have been understanding and patient as I juggle my two roles at home, they have continued to impress me through their commitment to their studies. My Key Stage 4 and Key Stage 5 classes have continued to produce work of a superb standard and I have to constantly remind myself that they are working more independently now than they have ever had to do so before. I haven't lowered my expectations and I have genuinely been impressed by their business-as-usual attitude to their studies. They could quite easily and understandably have just shrugged their shoulders and given up. 
They've shown impressive resilience and have ploughed their efforts into producing some superb work. I always have confidence in the abilities of my students, but their perseverance has, to be quite honest with you, blown me away. I think we've got to a point where we've started to settle into our new normal now, but I really hope it doesn't remain our new normal for too long. it's not been all work and we've had plenty of time for fun as well particularly during form times for form time for us we had to register at 8 40 around every morning uh, to be honest i've been at chs since year seven and i'm not exactly right of the dead on time because i've normally just followed my mate patrick but there we go and uh 1 in the afternoon we're doing that twice a day uh just turning the assignment on Google Classroom. Um, but let me tell you, it has been interesting. There's There's been a lot of actual pretty cool things. We had our own Google Classroom, which is just for people on our form with our form teacher, Miss Lewis. And uh, she's put up some really interesting things. She's told us about theatre, um, the, you know, the National Theatre Live that they're now doing from home, um, giving us links to that, uh, giving us interesting poems. Um, I've enjoyed actually FaceTiming my friends at the same time as she's put these things up and, and talking to them about the poem or about the show and what, what their thoughts were. It's, it's actually, I feel more connected to my friends now than than form times when everyone was actually in person. It, weirdly enough, don't know why, but there you go. Um, I've got to admit, though, I have, I have struggled to get up for the 8.40 ones. It's very easy to let a routine slip when you're at home. Anyway, I, I think I did manage it. I, I only... I only forgot once, I think. And that was because my alarm clock didn't go off. So, you know, I I take responsibility, you know. Anyway, I, I do sometimes wonder, to some of the friends that I've not spoken to, I do wonder if it is the same for them. Let's log on to our laptops and join in with a few other students, a few other form time conversations. So, I want you to load up Google Classroom, get that Google Classroom code going. Let's see if we can join these conversations and yep, just looking at it now, it looks like Year 9 is checking in with Mr Lockhart and Year 11 are enjoying their afternoon registration with Mr Brackenbury. Now, how do I, how do I join this? Hello, this is David Lockhart, Head of Year 9, Teacher of English at CHS. And I just wanted to give an overview of what Year 9 have been doing during the lockdown. It's a tough experience for everyone, but hopefully... Uh, form time has made it a little bit easier for us. We've had a daily song to get up to each day. Things that have been relevant to the current situation, such as Charlie Puth's We Don't Talk Anymore or the Bee Gees' Night Fever. Two things to get us up to. Be Optimistic by the House Gospel Choir and You're Not Alone by Olive, reflecting the situation we're in and giving messages to the students. And also those that are going to inspire us to get us ready for a day ahead. Wake Me Up by Avicii, Blinding Lights by The Weekend, and You Get What You Give by The New Radicals. Some of these have been suggested by students who have been keen to share their own musical delights with the rest of the year group. On Mondays we've had assemblies. Mr Smith delivered an assembly at the beginning of the term, followed by Mr Tan. And I myself gave an assembly this week. On Tuesdays, we've been learning new skills, learning how to bake scones, to make origami boomerangs and to juggle not only literally 
um, with balls, but also with our own work and managing time at home. On Wednesday, we've had a quiz and challenge, which has run uh, concurrently uh, with other activities. Students have learned how to make a face mask. They've done burpees in a minute challenge and also seen them contributing for Blinding Lights Dance Challenge, which goes along with the song by the weekend. On Thursday, we've been reading, exploring how one person can make a difference in the world. Easy to think at the moment that we can't make much of a difference. However, some inspiring stories certainly provoke thought for the year nines. We've had positive stories as well to emerge from the pandemic. Amongst all the negative stories on the news of increasing death rates, these stories are about resilience, about people sacrificing things in order to help others and contributions to make the world, society and communities much stronger. On Fridays, we've had virtual tours, first with the Grand Canyon in Arizona and secondly with Musée d'Orsay in Paris. It's tough when you've had to cancel holiday plans and vacations for a weekend in order to follow the lockdown rules. But hopefully the year nines are feeling that they're still able to get out and about through these virtual tours. Students have actually actively participated and have also participated with family members as well, taking up the suggestion to watch the National Theatre performance on a Thursday evening or the Andrew Lloyd Webber The Show Must Go On on a Friday evening. They've been sending photos of their creations, exploring the locations and enjoying what time they can with the family. Hi, my name's Eve. I'm a Year 11 student and my favourite subjects are probably maths, maybe art. Depends what mood I'm in, really. Um, but I've been asked to talk about form times with remote learning and I would have to say they've been pretty good. They're not as good as actual form in school because obviously then you get to see each other all the time and have conversations that are really fun but Mr Brackenbury my form teacher has been making it definitely a lot more interesting than it could be. We've been doing some quizzes every day. There was one where we did crossword puzzles and each of them was a member of the form which I think has definitely improved how we've been doing things at home. This week we because it's our last week of of being in this form because we would have been going on study leave, so we're not going to be in our form anymore. Mr Brackenby's been doing an award for every person in the form. A couple of them have been things like the stupidest detention or something like that, which have been pretty funny and enjoyable, for me at least. <laughs> I guess everyone else enjoys it too, because they've been contributing and watching the videos too. We've been doing Google Meets every so often too, so we do get to see whoever decides they want to join those and we can have a nice chat, which has been really fun. And I think that overall it's just been giving quite a positive um, feeling to form and keeping it light and happy for everyone who might be struggling. It's been much better with a routine to help concentrate. Otherwise, it's a struggle to actually stay focused all the time. But yeah, so I think that it's been pretty good. I've been enjoying the form times and everything that comes along with them. 
and it's just been much better than it could be if we just had to sign in every in the morning and afternoon saying I'm here and that's it I just think it adds an extra little something to cheer up everyone's day a little bit because every small thing counts my name is uh, Mr Brackenbury my form is 11m and I teach maths and since we've been uh, on remote learning I've been very aware that for my form uh, things I guess haven't been ideal they've they've been very much psyched uh, for doing the GCSEs for for quite some time and suddenly and the realization is that that they're not going to be doing it and I think very much I've made the decision in form time to try and make form times a bit fun um, while we've been on this remote learning so uh, every day pretty much I've done them uh, a video um, and before Easter, it generally involves setting them some sort of silly challenge because I just thought, you know, yes, they'll still be, it's still important they're doing their academic study, but actually it's quite hard for them motivationally um, to, to keep that going. So I've just made the decision that uh, what I was going to do was, yeah, just set them silly tasks. So, for example, one day I asked them to come up with songs that personified how they were feeling uh, being in lockdown. Um, and one day um, I asked them to just to come up with their, their funniest memories of, of our time. Uh, as a form and then, and then I shared them in the next day's video because actually you know I've been their form teacher for five years and, and the vast majority of them we've been together for five years and actually we've got a lot of shared memories um so so, so that was kind of before we used to setting them like silly little challenges like that and and obviously and and uh, <laughs> one day I think sorry we did uh, uh, favorite childhood uh, memories i think that was linked to the fact that it was my son's birthday um, and he so showing them what he what he was very much looking forward to and asking them what they were very much looking forward to and um, since easter uh, we tried to do a similar thing it's kind of morphed a bit so so one week we did a quiz um uh, and the quiz was just just a bit silly like one of the, the days the answers was just all the names of the form uh one of the days it, it was just kind of like you know I, I guess it was it was about welcome to my world and and all the things that were going on in my life with with my three kids uh, and questions about that and this week we've done the 11m form awards um which obviously which was a kind of a slightly light-hearted look awards at some of the generally the funny and silly things that have happened over the last five years because you know for most people at some stage in five years they'll they'll something silly's happened and it's just trying to make light of it and just trying to just trying to i guess my aim is just to try and remember all these positive memories and uh, whilst also just reminding them that actually this isn't going to go on forever and and actually and for these guys, I think there is an element, a little bit of sadness that, you know, that, that, that they've not kind of had their kind of last day, so to speak. Um, and so actually it's just reminding them that hopefully when all this lockdown finishes, um, we can, we can, we can go back. Um, but no, but I guess essentially, um, what I've been trying to do in form times, um, with these videos is just to try and, just to try and be a bit funny, just to try and be a bit light, just to try and set them some kind of challenge, just um, just to set them, just to just to do something a bit different, so they're not just sat around the house and either you know get doing their academic work and or just you know with not much to do. It's just meant to be something a little bit different to just keep the moods up. And it's certainly kept my mood up um, doing these videos. I really enjoyed it because I've really enjoyed being eleven and four and shooter for five years. They they are an amazing form, and I I just I didn't want it to end the way it just ended. I wanted it to, I wanted um to carry on being their form tutor and carry on, you know, having fun with them. So so that generally was the aim of it and lots of them have engaged um so and and, and kind of got quite involved with the stuff that we've done. So I, I, well, I hope they've enjoyed it and and yeah, I I've certainly enjoyed doing it. Mm.
Oh, yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we still have a little bit to go. On the way, we hear something special from one old Waconian whose lockdown situation has got him feeling particularly poetic. Stay tuned to hear from our brilliant design and technology team who have been supporting the wider community with the production of PPE for those on the front line. And Jonathan Billings from Stockport's homelessness charity, The Wellspring, explains how you... How you, the listener, can get involved with an altruistic one CHS challenge. For a moment though, I just want you to relax. Let's take a brief pause, just to hear from old Waconian Fred Corns, class 57, who was kindly sent as a poem which expresses his feelings during this difficult time. His words were broadcast by BBC Spotlight in the South West, and we're very, very grateful that he has shared his words with us. Upon being told that he and his wife would both need to stay indoors because of the coronavirus, Fred decided to write about his experience and say thank you to the Devonshire volunteers who helped in his village. They looked after his family and his neighbours. So, Fred, over to you. I'm locked in by Corona's key. Life seems so hard. But then I see we have our shop and volunteers. Without them, all could end in tears. Our pub is lightening all our days by opening up for takeaways. So when all around is closing down in city and in local town, our village life is still a joy. Coronavirus can't destroy. And as we step beyond our doors, if we stop a while, and pause to look outside, take in the view. I know I'm lucky. Don't you too? Fields and hedges all around. The birds are singing joyous sound. All are doing their very best to find a mate and build a nest. Horses and riders trotting by, buzzards wheeling in the sky. Their mewing call is striking fear in all small mammals hiding near, tractors working on the land, farmers planting crops they've planned, cattle now outside at last, since the winter storms have passed. But when I was told to stay indoors and coronavirus was the cause, my first reaction was of rage, to be locked in because of age. But on reflection, that's now changed. No longer do I feel deranged. Coronas help me really see the beauty that's surrounding me. And volunteers, you've done a lot to help me enjoy this lovely spot. I'm thankful for each selfless deed that brings to me the things I need to live here in my chosen place. It's put a smile back on my face. Oh, what a joy to live in Stoke, surrounded by such lovely folk. So many thanks to Shop and Pub, plus Ed and Graham's Dean Road Hope, but the shop has topped my personal polls for sending me some toilet rolls. We now move to catch up with a few of my fellow classmates at their Waconian workspaces. Not only studying from home, we've all had to find our own ways of creating a new CHS experience that includes co-curricular activities and our hobbies outside of the school hours. 
To reveal more about their study setups, here are a few students who have shared how their routine works for them, their successes and how they overcome personal challenges. There are also the essential study snacks, music and other things which have actually been getting them through this difficult process. Hi, I'm Annie and I'm in year nine. The thing I'm missing most about school is actually seeing people's faces and chatting about random things with my friends, walking between lessons and having our lunchtime catch-ups. My study space is in my bedroom and I can look out and see the trees in the valley beyond which I really like looking at. My windows have new blinds that we put up since being in lockdown and I really love them. On my desk are cards from my friends and lots of little trinkets that remind me of my friends. I'm really enjoying the form challenges and the song of the day. We play the song of the day every day with my family all through the house. Mr Lockhart's form challenges that I've done so far are making an origami boomerang and I've half learnt to juggle. I really loved it when Google Meet started. I just really like to interact with people and see people's faces. I think it's really hard to do detailed pieces of work in your room because I just can't concentrate because usually I work in the library or even in, a, in the classroom. A success of lockdown would be my RS response to prejudice project. I didn't think I'd be able to do it at home, but I'm really proud of the vibrant piece that I managed to create. I've really enjoyed the dance sessions with Mrs. Vernon. A personal challenge for me is waking up and not feeling motivated. But once I've done exercise, I feel really energised and ready to go. Going forward from lockdown, having been forced to work in my bedroom, I think when I do revision, I'll be much better at it. Cheerios and cereal bars keep me going through the day. Music helps keep me focused. I listen to Taylor Swift on repeat. When we normally have recess at school, I go out in the garden with my sister and we play with the netball. I'm Annie. I'm in year eight. And the thing I'm missing most about being at school is seeing my friends and making memories with them. It has taken me some time to get into a good routine for home learning, but now I have found what works for me, I am beginning to enjoy it more. One of the things that helped me to get into a good routine was finding the right study area for me. This is sitting at my desk because it's peaceful and there are very few distractions. I like to keep my desk organised with all my stationery in my drawers because I feel I work best when I know where everything is. When I wake up in the morning, I write on my blackboard the lessons I have for that day and any Google Meets. Put my favourite music on Spotify and enjoy having the time to make pancakes for breakfast. It's been nice being at home. I've enjoyed having a lion on Sundays as usually the school day starts pretty early for everyone. I think that it's also important to keep in touch with my friends. I'm lucky that I have some great friends who are always there to FaceTime me. They make me laugh, we bake together and the other day we had a party to celebrate a birthday. I will take some great memories out of our time in lockdown. My family's table tennis competition, toasting marshmallows around our fire pit in our garden, helping my little brother make a volcano, and making a den with him to watch movies in. I've actually enjoyed remote learning. This was a surprise as I was really not looking forward to it, mainly because I thought I was really going to miss feeling part of CHS and socialising. Not just with my friends, but with the teachers and other people. The co-curricular clubs have been another way to keep myself busy in lockdown. Some of my favourite clubs to do are the art challenge and yoga. Another thing I look forward to in the week is my online flute lesson, because I get to chat with a different person and share my success in playing my flute with my grandparents, who I miss seeing as they live far away. I know that by playing for them once a week, it gives them something to look forward to. I think my biggest personal challenge in lockdown is finding the right balance between work and free time. 
Sometimes I find it hard to drag myself away from work, as I like to get all my work done immediately when it is set. But I'm beginning to realise that it is important to take breaks, go for a walk, have time to myself and catch up with people. When lockdown is over, I feel I will appreciate the little things in life more. For example, going out for dinner with my family, going to the shops and meeting up with my friends. Hi, my name is Ian and I'm currently studying in Year 9. During the past few weeks, I've been finding online learning to be somewhat enjoyable, both academically and altruistically. What I've enjoyed about studying at home um, so far will be that I'm able to stay in touch with my family members rather than being unable to see them for 7 hours on a weekday basis. I see bonding time with my family members as one of the more important issues to consider when becoming a better person as it helps improve my mentality to become more stable and improve my academics in general as I feel that more people are supporting me altruistically and academically. My first impressions of online learning were that it wasn't really enjoyable of it as it was just a struggle to complete some of the work without the material being taught through. This was especially difficult in language subjects, however as time progressed the work set became easier to understand and complete and the problems I once had um, lifted which left me without any grudges against online learning. Online learning was successful to me in some aspects as I was able to focus on my work properly without major distractions allowing me to improve in academics and time management. I believe this was due to the fact that I had a lack of distractions that I would face at school and the calm atmosphere I was in um, caused me to stay focused on the task at hand. However, the lack of social interactions proved to be a challenge to me as the inability to spend my breaks with my friends in person was difficult to depart from as they provided a form of stress relief during school days. This ultimately would result in me being unmotivated to do the work on some days and would often lead me to fall behind in class. Fortunately, I've been in contact with my peers and often contact them during the breaks and I would often ask them for assistance with the work whenever I needed help understanding or completing the work. One major issue that I've learned during this lockdown is the sense of good time management. As the work is commonly split between different periods, I must endeavour to try and complete the set work in the given time in order to maintain a good schedule. I believe time management is one of the most important issues to acknowledge as it will greatly benefit me in the long run where I am working in the job industry. Um, I believe my experience of the lockdown is a mixed bag. Um, I did not really enjoy the initial feeling of online learning, but I came to recognize the fact that most children in the world are facing the same thing as I am, but some of them with lower standards or not having any learning materials at all in the time where exams are coming up. Therefore, I've learned to become a more um, understanding person who is grateful for what he has and a person who has a good sense of time management as it is almost paramount in a situation like this. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm in year eight and the thing I'm missing most about being in school is PE classes. My study space is in the decimal room. It works for me because we can get my speaker hooked up so I can have the music playing in the background. I've enjoyed not having to rush to catch the train. Remote learning is a bit odd because you have some lessons where you've got to be on an exact time because you've got a Google Meet and some way you can start whenever you'd like. I'd say my successes were I've managed to get everything on time but I still have some personal challenges as in I've got to miss out on dance classes because of lockdown.
what I've learned about remote learning is that you shouldn't put things off. You've got to continue doing them, even if it's not the subject you want to be doing at the minute. Otherwise, you end up with work piling up and it'll always come back to you. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you about something that I think is truly fantastic. Of course, we've covered the academic and people's home lives. So now let's just move on to something just a little altruistic. And when I say a little, I actually mean very altruistic. It's absolutely fantastic. So the school site may have been a little, I don't know, quiet over this past month, of course, with the recent lockdown. But if you head over to the Design and Technology Building, you will be greeted by an absolute hive of activity. A CHS teacher of Design and Technology, Mr Tullock, leads a team of staff in their efforts to make an excess of 3,000 face shields for medical and healthcare workers. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that right. In excess of 3,000 face shields. This is, of course, responding to the nationwide need for more PPE, personal protective equipment that defends against the coronavirus. Team CHS have used the school's 3D printers to create visors with personal CHS to NHS with love messages. In fact, let me tell you, right, demand was so high for the PPE that CHS's fundraising team even launched an online campaign for donations to purchase more material. And thanks to all the amazing contributions, it smashed its initial £1,000 target in, right, under two hours. Mr Tullock and Mrs Buxton took a brief break from the production line to tell us just a little bit more about this amazing feat. My name is Mrs Buxton and I work in design technology department at Cheadleheem School. And I'm Angus Tullock, I'm the design technology technician. Being practical and creative people, we wanted to do something constructive and practical um, to help people. So we've been spending the lockdown period making face shields for the NHS and for other care workers. I found a design online uh, which we could make really efficiently using the school laser cutters. Um, we can make about 20 an hour uh, on one laser cutter, um, so 40 on both of them. So we, we cut them out of big sheets of polypropylene plastic, which is uh, a nice durable, flexible material to it's probably best known as what your plastic milk bottles are made of. Uh, we um, assemble them, bag them up in sort of in bags so they can be clean, kept clean, and pack them up in boxes, and they're then taken out to people in the community that might need them. The atmosphere has been very strange in school. Everywhere is neat and tidy, but the school is empty. Um, and it's never usually like that. The DT department, however, is a little hive of industry. There are a small team of us working away making face shields. So we've got uh, myself, got Mrs Buxton, Mr Upton, uh, Mrs Devere from Art and uh, Dr Brooks Turner from Science. And uh, we've had Mrs Curry Haightley from PE come in to help. And then we've had uh, a bit of support from Jen and Fran in in external relations. And um, some parents have been helping by delivering boxes of uh, face shields out to places in the community. A uh, particular shout out to Mr Stuart Matheson there. The generosity of the donations made to the fundraising page has meant that we've been able to continue making visors. 
If any families have heard of a need for the face shields, they should contact ER at the school. It's been great to be able to use our uh, our time in lockdown usefully. I think my favourite thing has been being able to help people making a difference to individuals who are trying to cope with a crisis. The experience of handing over some face shields to my local chemist or um, a care home worker and their, their, their gratitude has been quite humbling and uh, amazing that we could just make something out of uh, some plastic sheet stock and, um, and make a difference. It's been um, very fulfilling. One of the nicest things about the whole experience has been hearing from ex-pupils um, who have gone into work in, for the NHS and being able to respond to their needs. It's also been very important to be able to give something back to parents who are working um, in hospitals, in GP surgeries and um, as, as carers as well. The same people we're applauding on a Thursday night are the people that we can actually do a very small thing to do to help. It's incredibly humbling to get the responses that we've received. If there is one thing many of us have enjoyed over the last few weeks, it's taking part in the 1CHS challenges. Whether juggling or singing in the 1CHS choir has been a great way for students alongside their families to get involved and of course stay connected, develop a variety of skills and try new co-curricular activities. There's a little something for all and the latest altruistic challenge is certainly no exception as we ask everyone to help local homelessness charity and food bank The Wellspring. You can donate food for a doorstep collection, offer to collect food from various postcode areas or make a monetary donation. All the information for how to get involved is available on the CHS Parents website or by emailing er at chschool.co.uk. Here's the Wellspring's Jonathan Billings with a personal message. Hi, I'm Jonathan from the Wellspring. I just want to thank everyone from Cheadle Hume School and the community of Cheadle Hume School uh, for their support at this time. We're currently putting together food parcels for vulnerable people, we're distributing dozens and dozens of dollars a day. And we're also providing hot food to people who are street homeless, as well as trying to support those people off the streets. Uh, we can use just about anything at this time, so anything tinned or ambient, uh, anything fresh, uh, things like bread, uh, toiletries, uh, cleaning products, that kind of thing. Thank you all very much for your support at this time, it really means a lot to us, thank you. Right, well, that's it then. And as we all clap for our carers that marks the end of our one CHS episode of the Ed Podcast, we hope you've enjoyed our latest features. And they've shown that even when we are apart, under these most difficult circumstances, CHS is all in this together. And that, by the way, is my favourite High School Musical song. Anyway, enough about High School Musical. As always, we would like to express our appreciation to everyone who has given up their time to take part. We've loved hearing from CHS's families, the Talons, the Kennedys, and the Fernandezes. 
and of course not to mention the teachers and poetic words of Old Waconian Fred Corns. It shows the strength of the school community and we couldn't make this podcast without everyone's input. So a very big thank you to all those who contributed. Whether loaning their voices or working behind the scenes and making suggestions, honestly we really do appreciate it. Once again, the music you heard throughout was composed by our excellent student musicians Edward, Charlotte and Max. And don't forget to tell us what you think of the podcast by getting in touch. Simply email any feedback to er at chschool.co.uk and please don't forget to leave us an online review on your preferred listening platform. Next time, join us for episode 9. I know, episode 9, we're here already, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, next time, join us for episode 9, when you'll be introduced to a fantastic year group, close to, close to my own heart, actually. Yep, that is right, it is the class of 2020, and what a nice round number that is. It's crazy to think that I've already worn my blue sick form blazer for the last time. Anyway, it will be a great way to mark our final weeks of the summer term and find out what everyone has planned for the future. So, until next time, I've been your host James and look forward to sharing some more CHS stories with you in the next episode of what will surely be another lively and exciting, thought-provoking and entertaining episode of The Ed Podcast. Stay safe, everyone. See you soon. (laughs) 